My name is Blake Huffine, and I'm the pastor here at the Movement Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope this message inspires you. hope it grows you closer to Jesus Christ. So let's jump right in and receive the message. What if I told you that something you've practically heard your entire life may go much deeper than you actually thought? What if I told you that there's something uh, so much more that you may have missed in this verse? Exodus 20 verse 7 says that you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Now, just about every single one of us automatically thinks of blasphemy, right? To use God's name as a curse word. And while that is true, this verse does apply to that. Um, You know, you would never use your mother or father's name in a place of disgust. So how much higher should you hold God's holy name in regards to your vocabulary? Definitely agree that this verse applies to that. But it also goes uh, a little bit further than that. And so God was leading me into this study, and I started looking at the Hebrew words for uh, this command. It says, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. So what does that mean to take the name in vain? What does that mean to take? I looked at the Hebrew word for take uh, in this command, and it means to, it's nasah, and it means to uh, lift up, to bear, to carry, to use. So where it says the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain, this, this is not just misusing the name of the Lord, right? It's also misrepresenting it. It's misrepresenting it. See, when you proclaim yourself as a follower of Christ, when you say, I'm a Christian, you are taking, you you are carrying, you're bearing an identity for Christ. And if you do this in a way that is opposite to what has been commanded, then you are taking his name in vain. If you misrepresent it. If you're carrying his name and you're not following through the commands that he's given, then you are taking his name in vain. So what does it look like if you correctly walk in the way of the Lord? What does that look like? Let's go to 1 John chapter 3. We're going to read verses 4 through 19. It says, Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness. And sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him sins. No one who sins has seen him or knows him. Little children, make sure no one deceives you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who practices sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. No one who is born of God practices sin because his seed abides in him and he cannot sin because he is born of God. By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. For this is the message which you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of the evil one and slew his brother. And for what reason did he slay him? Because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brethren. He who does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. We know love by this, that he laid his life down for us, 
and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and closes his heart against him, how does the love of God abide in him? Little children, let us not love with word or with tongue, but in deed and in truth. We will know by this that we are of the truth and will assure our heart before him. So this is how we know what it looks like to walk with the Lord. Finally, with verse 23 of that, it says, This is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. So you have to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying here. You have to be walking in the truth, in love. That's how you represent the kingdom. That is how you bear the name and not take it in vain. That is how you correctly uh, wear the name of Christ. Galatians 5, 17, verse uh, 17 through 21 points out the deeds of the flesh. It says, For the flesh sets its desires against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envy, and drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you. Those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But what does 22 through 26 say? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, kindness, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying one another. We are to live according to this, according to uh, this command, to walk by the Spirit, to not practice sin. Now, it doesn't mean that a Christian is not a sinner, okay? 1 John 1.8 makes it clear that if we say that we're without sin, we are, we're lying, right? We, are, uh, we do sin. We are sinners, but we do not practice sin. If you claim to be a Christian, a Christ follower, and you practice sin, you are taking the name of the Lord in vain. You are, you, you are misusing it. You are misrepresenting His name. You have got to be living a life that represents what the Word says without sin. Matthew 7, 18-23. Let me leave you with this verse right here. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit. Nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then you will know them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. People who prophesied in the name of Jesus. People who casted out demons in the name of Jesus. People who did miracles in the name of Jesus. He's going to say, depart from me. 
for I never knew you. I never knew you. You who practice lawlessness. You who practice lawlessness. See, he's not saying you sinners. You who practice. To practice means to continuously do, to have a lifestyle of it. You are to live a righteous life, a holy life as a Christ follower, as a true Christ follower, showing love and compassion to people, obeying what Christ has commanded us. But if you walk in a life of hidden sin, a life of um, making practice and habit of the things that the Bible commands us not to do, Depart from me. Depart from me is what he's going to say. Living by the flesh and not walking in the Spirit, he will say, depart from me. The book of Hebrews, it says that if we continue sinning willfully after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Do not take the name in vain understand the call to a righteous and holy life to truly bear the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a great week.